Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. John, welcome. Hey. It's a two-man booth Yeah, this we're week. missing somebody. Yes. Uh, those that listened last week know that Joe is on vacation. Yeah, he's in- enjoying disgustingly hot dallas as are, and we're we're enjoying disgustingly hot here yeah well i mean it's it's hot down there but there's zero percent humidity yeah so it's uh, a different kind of heat and one i would much prefer to what we have today. yeah instead of sticky heat, it's oppressive outside it's gross it's terrible like I, i've been outside all afternoon and i want to die i did the exact opposite i left once to bring the trash out and that was it <laughs> yeah no i was uh i was outside all i helped somebody move yesterday so nothing but like lifting you know, heavy things yeah. in and out of houses that don't have AC running because the doors are open. And then uh, today I was outside all day as well. And it's just like, I just want to crawl into it. Like, I want to crawl into my AC unit. And, <laughs> you and should just, just load up your bathtub with like die. ice water. I thought about that. When I got home, I was like all sweaty and gross. And I was like, I'm going to take a shower. And then I was like, I, and I kind of want to just sit down. Yeah. And then you'll pass out. <laughs> yeah. And I did. Yeah. I didn't want to drown. No. So. I was very specific not to not to drown, so because uh, I knew you were coming over, it would have been terrible. Yeah, finding me drowned in my bathtub. We've just been texting you a million times. I'm on your porch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so yeah, Joe is Joe is not here. So it is just the two man booth. John, you've moved up to second chair. How does it feel? It feels different. I can see your uh, can see the workings of things now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're really getting the behind the scenes look now. You can see the rundown. Yeah. You can see the uh, the waveforms that you're not no, often no, obscurity not in stuff. third chair. No. Uh, hey, count your cards. You could be second chair next week, too. Oh, we'll make yeah. Joe sit third chair. Yeah. You know, who knows? He does have seniority, so he could pull rank if he I wants to. I do drive to. here, though, so. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. You can you can pull rank on him then for that. Um, so, yeah, this is the uh, Broke Clock Podcast Gamescast, where we start every week after our banter with what we've been playing. So, John, what did you play this week? Uh, I've been playing more of Yakuza. I'm like 37 hours in now, which is pretty substantial. Yeah, and I don't know if it's actually oh, recording. Oh, oh, it is. Oh, All right. There we there go. We go. Little technical glitch there, but yeah, keep going. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'll play some Mahjong and learn how to play Mahjong. And Mahjong is like rummy, but like with tiles and there's yeah. random Chinese words that you shout out during it. And I couldn't understand like 90% of what was going on. I was like, maybe I should learn how to play Mahjong first. And I loaded up a video. It was like a comprehensive rules of Mahjong. And it was three hours long. And I was oh, thank like, you. I yeah. have to just move on. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have now since gone back and started playing the story again. And it's getting super intense, like in tone. So... Do you feel like you're getting close to end game time? No, I'm like, I'm st- I'm at the end of chapter seven, which I think there's 13 chapters total. Okay, so but the chapters do feel like they're getting shorter and shorter as they go on. Which uh, is weird. You'd think it'd be the opposite. Like well, I'm guessing probably like it's going to get like the last three are going to be super long. Yeah. But there's definitely this weird gap between chapter six and chapter eight. Like chapter six, seven, and eight are all pretty damn short, and I like looked up online because there's a part where like Majima doesn't come out to attack me anymore. He's I've beaten him up enough that he's hides. Oh, away. that's the guy that just like he hides in the traffic yeah, cone. Yeah, and gotcha. Yeah, okay. so he's like just chilling in the park. You can go up and talk to him. He's like, now nah, I'm worn out. Like I'll I'll fight you another time. Um, that's how I feel right now. Yes. <laughs> just like nah, I don't even want to. No, I don't. I don't yeah. want to hide in a traffic cone. Giggle. Yeah, I know that's my that's my job here, but no. <laughs> no. So, like, there's this gap in between where it's, like, there's not a lot of stuff to do, so concentrate on the story first, and then once Chapter 8 comes around, then he'll, like, be, you know, warmed up and ready to fight you again. Yeah. Um, And then I can continue, like, doing character, like, because fighting him unlocks stuff for your character, so then once I can do that, I can finally start building my dragon stuff back up, and so I'm just, like, trying to get through the small gap before I get into the big stuff, and then eventually, I'm sure, 9, 10, and 13, you know, through 13 are probably going to be longer, but... yeah. But it's great. I mean, I'm still enjoying the crap out of it. Obviously, almost 40 hours in. Yeah, for sure. 
nuts. Yes, it's bananas. This is, this is what I bought a PlayStation for. <laughs> hey, that, but that's good. Like if if you bought a PlayStation to play a specific game and you're getting 40 hours out of the first game that yeah. you play with it, yeah. you did well. Well, and like, then I trekked down. Uh, so we talked about it last week that there's a PlayStation Hits game and Yakuza 0 was one of the ones that was on there. Um, but Best Buy jumped the gun and put it on sale on like Tuesday or something. Yeah. And I was like, sweet. And Tyler, a friend of ours, sent me a text saying that they were in stock and on sale. And I was like, all right. So I went to Best Buy. I checked Best Buy before leaving work at 4.30. Drove all the way to Best Buy. I get there. The one that they had in stock was gone. And I was like, you suck. Lame. And then I checked, and West Farms was the closest one that had one. And I was like, screw it. I just drove to West Farms. And yeah. luckily, they had one left. So Nice. Yeah, I got it without the like red box or anything like that. But it, I drove from about... Five o'clock to about six thirty, just looking for one twenty dollar game. I know, that's the that's the risk you run when you're a, a perfectionist in terms of a collection. Yeah, like you want to have the games on your shelf, and you don't want to have the red stripe, but right, you also don't want to pay the forty dollars it was beforehand. So, drive. Yeah, drive all over the state if necessary. And a late adapter, you know, it's kind of my fault for jumping on this leap, but whatever. Hey, Again, the price you pay. Yeah, exactly. And the price you paid was a good price. Yeah, it was twenty bucks. Yeah. Well, it was less with the Best Buy thing. That's right. And the guy in the register was like, he was like, "Did you just renew this?" And I was like, "No." And he was like, "Well, uh, you know, it's going out." And I was like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah. And he's like, "We're all dreading it here." And he's like, "As a company, we're trying to figure out something to compete against GameStop." And he's like, "If we don't, that's a stupid idea." Yeah, I don't like that's. I know that it must be a thing that hemorrhages money, or like it obviously can't be beneficial for them to sell every game at cost. Yeah. Which is essentially what they're doing. Oh yeah. Um, and only offset it by like, cause honestly, I think I would pay $30 a year for the same deal. Cause I think I get it. I get my use out of it. Yeah. What like is that? Six ga- games. You have to pay, th- you have to buy three games, three games for 30 bucks. Well, no, you buy th- three, like three games. If you buy three $60 games, it pays for itself. Yeah. I believe. Or maybe it is six. I think it's about six. Yeah. It? Yeah. Cause it was three every year if it was yeah. for two years. So yeah, I don't know. I probably buy six $60 games. Maybe. Over a course of a year. One every two, once one every two months. Yeah, that's not and bad. like I don't, I like I don't go out and buy every single new game, but even if I buy like the small, like I'll maybe buy a bunch of smaller games on sale that would equal that. So right, like I right. think I, you know, I think I could definitely get my same use out of it per year. And now having both a PlayStation and a Switch, like I'm much more likely to buy multiple games. Yeah. Over the course of over the course of a year, so I I hope that they modify it and keep it going, but but yeah, what a bummer. And you know people who haven't heard about it are going to go in to buy a game one day, yeah. thinking they've still got six months left on their thing, uh, and be told that, like, or they're like they just missed it. They're like, I'm going to renew this time and go get this game. And they're going to be like, yeah, no, you can't do that. Yeah, the guy was, like, obviously lining up to, like, bear me the bad news that I already knew. So I'm sure he was happy he didn't have to be like, sorry, man, this is dying. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I know. Did you tell him that you're on a very popular video game podcast? Because, I mean, obviously you knew what was going on. Oh, I didn't. No. <laughs> no, I didn't want to tell random Joe Blow at Best Buy. Oh, um, you should have. You totally should have. It would have blown his mind. Yeah. Like, what? You're that like, John? Check out Gamescast. Wow. It's so cool. Yeah. Nice. And maybe it'll send people to GameStop and they won't have to... Did you hear they're selling or trying to sell? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, they're trying. Yeah, they're accepting offers. Yeah. Which is fine, I guess. I mean, they have to revamp their business model, too, because the next generation is probably going to wipe them out. Right. I mean, they, well, they're trying to. They're pretty much just Hot Topic with video games now, or Spencer's with video games, rather. That's fine. I mean, I like the collectibles. You know, you and I both are collectibles yeah. type people. So I, I don't I like, like GameStop think prices on them, though. <laughs> no, that's the problem is that you go in there and you have to pay the, the GameStop upcharge. Yeah. 
Like they, they started selling Gundam models. They're about five bucks more and they're already imported. So they're already five bucks more than they would be. Yeah. So not ideal. No. Uh, did you play anything else this week? Uh, I did not. I was just pretty much Yakuza. Did, did, Yakuza did, 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 did. What's, yeah, what's the verb of two Yakuza? Two Yakuza. <laughs> uh, I did watch a lot of Yakuza movies, though. Nice. Or like Yakuza-type movies. We, Joe and I watched the um, Mikei Takeshi, or Takeshi Mikei. He's a very famous Japanese director. Mm-hmm. Um, he did uh, like adaptation of the first video game. It has nothing like other than like main characters to do with the first game. And yeah. it just didn't, the, the plot didn't make sense. Nothing about the movie made sense. Yeah. About, so he's like, like the Japanese Uva Bowl. Um, no, he's actually a very good director, but he just directs like he he's directed now 103 features. So Jeez. yeah, he just does a lot, and so um, he's very just stretched thin. He's got his own like. Yeah, sometimes you mail it in. He's got his own brand of like comedy too. Like a lot of people, he's like a Japanese Quentin Tarantino, but like does 100 movies. So like <laughs> instead of I'm only gonna do 10. Yeah, I'm ever. only gonna do yeah uh, one every seven years or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was weird, and like the last 15 minutes of the movie just didn't make any sense. Um, That's no fun. And then I watched a movie called uh, The Outsider with Jared Leto. That's like a Netflix exclusive thing. That was pretty much like he's he's an ex military man after World War II and becomes a yakuza. And it was like your standard mob plot where he like huh. impregnates one of the friend's daughters. <laughs> oh and no! Like, yeah, it's like every mob thing you've ever seen. And hilarity ensues. Wait, no, that doesn't sound right. No. <laughs> and then it just ends. It was also just another movie that just ends. But oh, yeah, fun. I've been very yakuza. It did. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Just getting full in. Two, two feet in. Yeah. Just diving in head first. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I played a bunch of stuff this week. I played a lot more Mario Tennis Aces. Yes. Uh, so after our rousing, uh, rousing couple of matches last week before the podcast, I played a bunch more. Uh, got into adventure mode this week, which is fun. It's just it's just more tennis. Yeah. Uh, the boss battles are kind of cool. Some of them are a little tricky. Like you said you were playing with Joe. Uh, did you guys do the one where you have to fight the mirror? Yes. Yeah. That one was really cool. Yeah, and that was cool. you have to like, okay, how do I do this? And what's like the point of it? And, and so that one's fun and it kind of puts a different spin on things. The other one, like versus a piranha plane, it's just... Yeah, it's just a you, boss. You play tennis and as long as you keep the volley going, that diminishes their health. And then eventually you just have to do one of your specials and hit a certain spot. Yeah. Pretty standard fare, but very much like a Mario boss that you would face yeah. in a Mario game. Like it's that's the same cool. kind it's of... It's got like the overworld like a Mario game. So like you go from like level to level like yeah. a Mario game. Like... Yeah, it's, it's cool. It feels like a Mario game. It's just wrapped up in ten. I mean, the story is really funny because like you get to the different like challenge areas, and the people will be like, "Ah, I see you like tennis. Maybe we'll settle this with a game of tennis." It's like, who? What? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> when when would I ever want to do this? Yeah, it should be Mario being like, "What if I best you in this game of tennis?" And they'd right. be like, "Oh, I Not too like to this tennis." Haunted yeah. house that's randomly set up for tennis matches. One hundred percent of the ah. time. I see you're wearing shorts. That must mean you like tennis. It's like, all right, I, I, yeah, I guess. Sure. Because that's like that's the plot. That's every plot piece is. Oh, look, Mario's wearing uh, a polo shirt, shorts, and a visor. He must be super into tennis. Let's settle this battle with tennis. <laughs> um, so I, I really enjoy that and the different ways in which they can contrive a battle via tennis. <laughs> By tennis, yeah. Um, I took it over to a friend's house to do some more uh, multiplayer. Hmm. Which is the obviously the highlight of that game. Yeah, uh, we tried some doubles because we had four people, uh, so we just did two on two. We played about like thirty matches of doubles, uh, and each time got like 
more intense and more the heart beats going on and everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because like one guy was Waluigi. So he's just like crashing the net. And it's like, it's impossible to hit it over him. But then eventually like he'll stand in front of his own person and they'll hit him in the back of the head, uh, which obviously makes them lose. So we had a, a good amount of fun with that. It gets pretty intense. Yeah. Um, the one downside is that there wasn't, uh, at least I couldn't figure out a way. Maybe it's just, we just jumped into it really quickly to do doubles where it's, you're playing, you know, regular tennis rules, uh, like game sets and matches like and 40 love like, and yeah, everything. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was a little, that was a little bit of a bummer. Just but like the counting to seven or whatever that you do normally is fine when you're just, you know, having fun or whatever. But it would be good to have a regular structure of regular tennis rules. Yeah. But, and it's possible it's in there. Like we just hopped in and did doubles go start. Like we didn't try to like dig through the right. settings of it right. to figure it out, but. Uh, it was it was a good fun time, and that's the like that's the highlight of this. After playing it, that convinced two other people to buy it. Yeah, like if I had a switch, I would definitely buy that game. Yeah, yeah. Like one of the guys, only like two of them that I was playing with had a switch. One of the guys was like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go buy it because he was on the fence before. I was like, oh, it could be fun. I'll get it eventually. And then after playing for two hours of just playing doubles with like with everybody, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go buy it. Went out and bought it the next day. Then another friend saw like that wasn't even there playing with us saw that the kid that bought it was then playing it was like hey man how is it he's like oh it's great it's so much fun multiplayer is a shit and that kid bought it on the spot immediately that's great and we're like he's like yeah it didn't take much convincing he's like no it i didn't need much like you said it was great i believe you multiplayer is gonna be awesome i'm gonna buy it so, yeah like bought it right there on the spot uh which was sweet so now i have a, a whole host of people that have the game so there'll be plenty of online opportunities and multiplayer nice. and stuff like that so that's can you really do cool. doubles online i don't know i haven't tried but it's probably possible that'd be cool yeah i mean i'm always like more for like cooperative games than i am for versus games so like if i can play you know doubles online with a friend of mine against another couple that'd be cool yeah i don't know if uh, i know that i'm pretty sure that you can do local multiplayer like that where if everybody has their switch then you can all then you could probably do doubles that way, but I don't know about online. Like ad hoc. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it'd be cool if on like online it may be two people are on the same TV versus two other people on the right. same TV. You can't I don't have know. One if, in one. Yeah, I don't four, know. Four different copies of it. I don't know. I'll have to check into that. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. So uh, I'll answer that next week for you, <laughs> or I'll just text you randomly, yeah, and then we'll I'll talk just... about it next week potentially. Yeah. Um, I also picked up uh, an NES Classic on Friday. Uh, nice. Yeah, they got re-released uh, on Friday. I uh, I woke up the normal time. I wasn't gonna go wait in line. Like I'm not. I want one, but I didn't. I'm not fighting for one. I'm not working tooth and nail to track one down. I'm not gonna drive all over the state. Right. You would have bought one already if you cared that much. No, like yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I would have. The first time they were out, I would have been doing my digging and waiting in line from five a.m. or right, doing right, whatever right. it is that you need to do. Yeah. I didn't want to. I was like, I'll get it. I did, but I'm not. Not putting in the work, no. especially because this this time around they said we're gonna have more and we're gonna be carrying it through the end of the year. Like we're going to make it so it's not like it was before, and so that to me was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna be chill about it. I'm just gonna go to a store if they have it. Fine. If not, no big deal. Right. No, nothing of value is lost. So I woke up. I was gonna go to Best Buy, who opened at ten, and I was like, you know what? Let me go try like. Target and it was at like nine o'clock. So mm-hmm. Target had been open for a couple hours, and I just walked right into Target and saw a stack of them behind the counter in like their video game yeah. movie area, and was just like, "Hey, can I can I buy one of those?" And I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead, charge it, done, got out of there." 
Nice. And then had like an hour to kill versus like I assumed I would wait in line wait in outside line, yeah. of Best Buy. Yeah. And so then, like, ran some errands before work. So it was actually a very productive day. Did you drive by Best Buy to see if there was, like, a line or anything? No. I, I, I know that there was because I oh, saw people there? posting, like, um, online, like, hey, you know, like, we're waiting outside the, the Best Buy in Newington. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, oh, it's really lame. There's a Target 500 yards right there. <laughs> Go down and, there. Yeah, you didn't have to wait just because you wanted to get it at Best Buy, like. The Gamers Club doesn't work for this, so there's really no point no, to doing so. Because it's not a game. Yeah, so but hopefully if anybody awesome. was looking for one, that they were able to find one. It seemed like they were readily available. I saw more posts throughout the day that were just like, hey, the this particular GameStop has a ton left at 5 o'clock p.m. So it seems like they they were in ready supply. The one thing that wasn't, though, was extra controllers for some reason. But that was a problem the first time around, too. Yeah, but... That was a problem when the consoles were a problem. Now the consoles aren't a problem, but the controller still is. I was hoping it would be like both. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I saw signs outside of GameStop that said, you know, we're getting 18 NES Classics and one controller. Yeah. The uh, the lady at Target that sold me mine was like, yeah, we had we had two. And then we had these like bunk, Nyko, like wireless ones. And yeah. I looked at it and it, it was like circular and had all these like, weird button layouts and it's just like didn't uh, look like the NES controller I don't I don't want this <laughs> no thanks I don't want it uh, it still has the same problem of the cord is two feet long which sucks yeah. uh, so I haven't really played it a bunch but it, it's fun I'm like I'm probably gonna put more games on it I mean I won't do that obviously because that's illegal but I'm gonna do they it. might just appear yeah they might just show up one day sure like, apropos of nothing yeah you know? like I'm not gonna do it but it may happen who yeah. knows um, and I definitely need to get either a controller extender or a wireless one. Like I have the wireless 8-bit do one. I think Joe has the yeah, same yeah, one. Yeah, Joe has the same um, But the NES one, they weren't making it anymore because they didn't think the system was being made anymore. Yeah. Everyone who had one and wanted to buy their controller did, but they're going to put it put it out and re-release it. So when that happens, I'll probably get one of those because I like the Super Nintendo one. So Is that pre-orderable? Yeah. Yeah, so that's through Amazon. It's twenty five bucks. Like oh, it's it's such a good deal and it's such a good controller. So I'm just gonna do that and yeah. then wait to really like get into it. Uh, and then uh, just this morning, I beat God of War. Nice. I finally got around to finishing it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I really like the story. Uh, it definitely sets up for the you know the five sequels or whatever that the guys, God of War two. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that Corey Barlog said that he has a plan and a vision for. So I'm I'm all for furthering that series. I liked the series before. I liked this reboot. Um, you know, uh, I'm like I'm so on board for future ones. I'm really, what if they make a What if they go Assassin's Creed and they make a new one every year? I don't think they'll do that. I mean, if they did, I, I mean, I'd probably buy them because I love the series, even though I will see the diminishing quality. But I don't think they're that stupid. Yeah, like they know what they have. Sony's never been an annual. Like I think the only annualized game they have is MLB The Show. And well, and that needs to be. Yeah, and it needs to be. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, so they don't have anything that's like every year you're getting another one. Like right. in these big first party AAA games, they they know what they're doing. For I the guess most that's part. true. This isn't uh, you know system. This is a system exclusive. This isn't like Assassin's Creed where it will be on both systems. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Where there's like kind of a pressure to put it out. Right. Like, Sony knows what they have. They know what their IPs are. They know what studios are doing, and they just let them do it rather than like being like, hey. You need to give me another we version more money. of this game next time. Yeah. Like they they have it down pat, and it's just a different mentality between, you know, first party like a Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo versus, you know, a third party like in, in EA or an Ubisoft where right. they all of their money comes from how many games they can churn out. Mm-hmm. Like 
Sony still gets money for consoles that get sold. Granted, not as much, but still, like they still have revenue streams when people buy consoles and other right. games versus, you know, only your game gets you money. Yeah, so yeah, put yeah. out more. That of makes them. more sense too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, maybe next week when Joe's here as someone who, who definitely played through the whole thing that we maybe do like a spoiler or something or other uh, and kind of talk about the story depending on what he remembers because he beat it uh, a and while dumped ago. dumped it already. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through and do more of the side quest stuff that I skipped over, and maybe do some new game plus type things. Uh, I'm definitely not done done with it, but I am excited that I finished the story and can go on to some other games. Like I still haven't played Detroit yet. I want to get that uh, and some of the other back catalog. <laughs> That'll be stuff. a quick seven hours for you, though. That's fine. I like it. Looks like a fun game. I might do like a red box or something if it's that short, which is you know it is what it is. Uh, but I'm excited to like go and try some other stuff. I bought the the Tomb Raider games a couple oh, yeah. weeks ago on Super Sale, so I want to play through those before the new one. You've comes never out. played them before? Nope. Oh, the first one's fantastic. Yeah, well, like I never played them because when they came out, they were Xbox exclusive, and by the time they oh, came yeah, out on PlayStation a year later, like the hype had died down, and yeah. I was excited about games that were new rather than the game that was already technically a year old. Yeah. So um, the fact that the third one will be available day and date across platforms and she finally gets to become the tomb raider in this one the, the one that we all know and love so but yeah but yeah no that was uh that was all i played this week uh pretty big week in terms of gaming stuff i'm excited to play more of the nes classic and, and mario tennis is going to be a thing that i continuously yeah like, it's something play. you just pick up and yeah. play regardless of yeah it's it's basically like Fortnite at this point for me where it's like i'll just play it for an hour here or 20 minutes there or whatever like i'll do two matches i'll do yeah. around like it's a sport at this point, so I can just pick it up and, and drop it whenever I need to. I don't need to invest 35 hours into it. No, like that's I did the best with, part. Like I did with God of War. So yeah. I like I like to have those kinds of games to sparse it out where mm-hmm. I don't have to... If I just have an hour to kill in a day, you know, okay, I'll do a couple rounds of Fortnite or I'll play some matches of Mario Tennis. Yeah, I mean, than that's like, what I do with NHL. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the same kind of thing. So it's very, you know, it's very like very much like all other sports games in that aspect. So. Yeah. All right, uh, well, that's all that we played this week. Uh, so we'll jump right into the lightning round. Not lightning round, because uh, there's no real big stories, though there are a couple things in here that I think we may spend some time on, but not enough to like call them yeah, it's not a big, week. big news items. Yeah, the, we're in that lull of, of post E3, so uh, we'll jump right into it. A lightning round. This is one of the, the bigger things, at least, for, at least for me, and I think you as well, John. Um, we got some news this week. Uh, Amy Hennig, uh, the person behind like Uncharted 2, uh, and a pretty big video game person uh, finally opened up about leaving EA and the uh, Star Wars game that she had been working on, something that I know I was very much looking forward to. I don't know about you, uh, but she confirmed she left in January and is no longer working at EA uh, and kind of had opened up a little bit, like not divulging too much detail, but just kind of talking about the Star Wars game uh, and how she's moved on from that. Uh, basically, she confirmed that, like I said, she left in January, uh, opening up her own studio now. Uh, probably no more than like 15 people, she said, and they're going to be working on VR stuff. Uh, but some of the interesting things that she said about the Star Wars game, which was uh, there was a Vancouver studio who took over production after Visceral got closed. That was the company that was working on that Star Wars game. This was going to be the one that was very much like Uncharted or Star Wars 1313. 1313, yeah. I was like, it was two numbers. I couldn't no, remember the No, she name wasn't it. working on 1313. Oh, it wasn't? No. Okay. But... 1313 was one of those games that looked like Uncharted from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. And then she came over to work on a different game, and everyone kind of put those two together because it could have easily looked like the that. The same, yeah. Um, and, and she said that uh, once you go open world, it's such a different game to the one we're making. 
Uh, everybody loved what we were doing, and I'd love to see it resurrected somehow, but it's complicated. So uh, that does confirm that the previous game got kind of retooled and shut down and put on pause to make it an open world game, which is something I don't think I want. Uh, we've got, I mean, older public still around. So if you want an old, you know, an open world game, you can might as well just play an MMO. Like, I don't know. I don't, I've really liked as simple as they were. I like the Force Unleashed games. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a big proponent of open world games. Like, I need more direction. So an open world Star Wars game does not seem super interesting to me. I mean, it could be good. Um, cause it, it would be very much like a, a Witcher or a Skyrim in terms of like sword based combat. Obviously lightsaber is very different, but I'm sure you'd have to go talk to plenty of like, you know, people in the underworld or, you know, regional governors and all these different like, you know, figures and fixtures within the star Wars universe. But, uh, I don't know. I just like star Wars is built on such storytelling where I feel like the open world would kind of dilute that. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest complaint. Like. I was talking to my roommate about this, like, just Skyrim, like, what's the story of Skyrim? Like, well, it's what you make out of it. Like, that's the thing with open world games is, like, you know, there's a lot of quests and stuff, but if you don't do them, then the story is what you make of it. And if, you know, this is going to be the same thing for Star Wars, then it's just going to be like, oh, I'm going to go lightsaber a bunch of Ewoks or, you know, whatever, without caring about story or why I'm doing this. So, yeah, give me more objective-driven stuff to do. Yeah, like if this was just a random IP or something completely new, I'd be like, okay, yeah, open world is fine. Like I have no problem with open world. It's, uh, But for something like Star Wars that's so story-driven and so specific, especially when these video games are going to be considered canon, like because yeah, everything is new be, is yeah. canon, I need concrete well, details. I need, yeah, I need something. Um, and when you bring in someone like Amy Hennig, who works, whose you know great accomplishment is Uncharted, yeah, a like, huge storyteller. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, like, you know, granted, there can be side missions and things that don't necessarily like. You can have open world hubs, which I think would work really well. Where it's like, it's a story driven game. We're taking you planet to planet. We're taking you world to world. We're doing all these different things, and you're following this track and story, much like an Uncharted. But hey, we're gonna get to Coruscant. And you know you have to go to the the temple or the senate or whatever to continue the story forward. But you can also have free reign of the city a little bit, so you can do quests and missions. Yeah, kind of like uh, like Mass Effect, or yeah, or like um, or like Assassin's Creed, honestly, where it's like okay, you're in the city, and when you're in the city, you can do any number of things, and then you know that you have to go talk to that guy to progress forward. Right. So that, but you have side missions that you can do, but it's still a very kind of linear focus. Well, yeah, you're game. confined into a city. Like I was thinking, like open world stuff that I like is like Saints Row. Like not not a huge city, so like you know you're still confined in that small space. But when things get so huge, yeah. and so drawn out, like I don't want to walk for thirty minutes in a video game to get to my objective. Like no, I but mean, yeah, so you like you could get dropped like this this one mission you get dropped into into Coruscant you have to go around yeah and that'd be cool do a bunch of side stuff and then the next mission takes you to another planet or a space station or whatever it is and it feels more like Uncharted where he's you know he gets to you know Mumbai or whatever and there's things that he can do in Mumbai but eventually he's gonna climb the mountain to go look for the whatever artifact like yeah. it's the same kind of idea um, so you can have open world elements that give the players more of a feel of an open world game and gives them more choice to it. But ultimately like if she's going to make a game, I want it to be like uncharted. Like I like those kinds of story driven games. Uh, I'm not like, I don't mind 
open world games, they have their purpose. I play some, but I like more of these story driven yeah. games more so. So well, she's gone anyway. Well, not with EA. So yeah. But it just, it just it, like, it's kind of another twist of the knife. Like, oh, man, they are going open world if it ever comes out, which right. it may not. But uh, it's just kind of another twist where it's like, damn, I just, I wish we were getting that game. Well, now she might be making some, I mean, I, I always say that VR is like a gimmick. But if she makes a super narrative-driven VR game, that'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, like... VR needs things that are more than just experience, which I think we talked about last week. Yeah, they need to be more than just gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll pretty much put my faith in whatever it is that she wants to put together. Uh, I won't necessarily buy it day one or anything like that, but I'll at least be intrigued and want to see more. Right. Uh, because she has a track record. So, uh, But at least, like, you know, we're finally getting some more information about what that Star Wars game was meant to be. I would love to, like... You know, in a couple of years, we get that leaked alpha footage of what it you know was going to look like oh, or anything like that. It's going to tear just to, you apart. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. to really, just to really drive it home that I wanted this game. Uh, all right, uh, lightning round. Uh, somebody else that wants to get in on the gaming biz. It's Google. Yeah. Why? Why? Because they uh, they want their hands in all the pockets. I mean. Uh, right. So the the rumor is is that they are potentially working on any number of things, but no one knows specifically what it is. One one rumor is that it's a console akin to a an Xbox or a PlayStation or a Switch or something like that. So yeah. it's a, a dedicated home console. One is that it's just a streaming service, and Which one we have so many of already. And one that it's just a streaming box. So like it's not necessarily a console. It's more like a. Like an Ouya, I guess, or a Shield. Isn't wasn't Origin a physical thing too? What didn't EA like Origin? Wasn't that a physical box as well at one at one point? I don't I don't think so. Well, we also know how bad that Ouya did. So yeah, it, it had good. It was a good idea, but it was based on Android and like Android games are bad. And then that yeah, it was the Shield, the Nvidia thing. Yeah, yeah, and then that thing also like plummeted as well. But that but that one at least like. That one partnered with Nintendo, and you can play Mario Galaxy in China on a shield. Like, officially licensed. Yeah. I sent Joe a video. Um, yeah, I saw a, a Did You Know Gaming thing about it. Yeah, where the guy's, like, playing Mario Galaxy with a just, like, a regular, like, almost Xbox controller, I think. Because it works with the shield or something like that. Yeah. it's just a regular controller. He's playing Mario Galaxy, and he's yep. playing all these, like, you know, up like, Wii games. Yeah. games for yeah. yeah, and we talked about it. But, so, like, that at least shows that it has potential as a gaming machine. Um but yeah, I don't know. Like, I like Google products. I everything I have is Google. Yeah, you've got a Pixel, don't you? Yeah, I have a Pixel. I have you know my old Nexus tablet still kicking around yeah. every now and again. Like, I have a Chromebook. I've you know I've got a Chromecast. Like, I, I'm in the ecosystem, so I would probably at least be curious to see what they do in the gaming space. But I'm not like jumping for joy at this. Especially like I don't think I have room in my like life for another five hundred dollar piece of hardware. Yeah, no. So no, if, if this it's going to be like current gen or a next gen console, like that's now what four in the runnings. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I feel like if anything, it's got to be a streaming something like a streaming box that. That's th- th- this is the future. I mean, streaming and digital stuff. Yeah. So it would make sense for them not to make a physical. I mean, if it was a box and it was like I don't know, like the size of a phone, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, and that could stream current or you know next gen stuff then sure, like I'll be in on that point. Yeah, I feel like if it was a thing where it's basically like a, a Steam machine or a Steam link, essentially, yeah, where yeah, yeah. Uh, 
you know, you plug it into your TV and it connects to the internet. And as long as you've got decent internet, Google servers, you know, wherever they're they're housing them, is running your AAA title, and it's just like playing on PC. Yeah. Like that's what I think I'd be more interested in than if like I had to go buy a disc for my Google game system. Like I don't think or, I would. Yeah, like or that cartridge. Thing. Yeah, like yeah. No. Um, which would you rather see? Uh, streaming. I mean, honestly, I'm probably not interested in either, just because I don't have faith in another system, unless it like. Uh, exclusives are what sell a system for me so if they have some sort of sweet exclusive that they're like working with a company that they're going to make a new ip or you know if they're like oh there's going to be a new star wars game coming out like that's only going to be on the google you know game cube or what GameCube's already been used whatever like <laughs> yeah i don't uh i don't play want... stick <laughs> yeah i don't want that that sounds like the worst pixel possible. box is probably what it's going to be or something <laughs> yeah probably yeah um, let's see the voxel. So yeah, so some some sort of streaming platform, some sort of hardware, or an attempt to bring game developers under their umbrella. That was the other thing. That oh, was the third that would be more interesting. Yeah, I think they bought somebody recently. I think it was maybe the people who did the Rick and Morty VR game. Okay. I think they bought them. Like they, uh, I think they missed out on buying. Or no, they uh, Niantic was a game that was incubated by Google. Like that was a company. That was incubated by Google yeah. and then went off and made Pokemon Go. Right. So I think they see the value in gaming, which is it's good value. I mean, gaming's yeah. not going anywhere. The well, landscape will change, but that's what I was about to say was like if this is this hasn't said what kind of gaming it is, and if they're going to be making their own games, they're gonna hundred percent be mobile games. Yeah. Which I don't care about or want. I don't I don't care like positively or negatively, but that's where the money is. Like the fact of the matter is that mobile games make millions of dollars a day. Oh, yeah, because when you when you tell people that it's free, but you can pay what you want, chances sure. are they're going to pay more than it's worth. Sure. And so if that's where the money is, cool, Google, you can do that. And Google is smart and does lots of things with their you know investments, except for Google Glass. Um, yeah, which is really only their, their only failure <laughs> in terms of like big tech things that they've tried to dip their toe yeah. in and, and failed. When I watched a movie that was entirely shot through Google Glass, I'm using air quotes. Oh, that sounds awful. Uh, called Jerusalem, where the uh, a door to hell is opened in the town of Jerusalem. Okay. And uh, it's shot entirely through Google Glass. Nope. It's about as good as you would expect it to be. Yeah, no, it sounds awful. Yep. But, I mean, yeah, it's. I guess it's possible that they could come up with something good. It'll be mobile, most likely, if that's what it's going to be. Yeah, it would. But yeah, so they would probably buy up mobile developers yeah. or people that work on mobile games to make their own like Android exclusive. Yeah, things. I'm fine with that. Uh, especially because they constantly are losing out to Apple in terms of like getting exclusivity first. Like mm-hmm. Mario Run all partnered the, with yeah, Apple. All the stuff. Fortnite came out on iOS yep. first, and so I think if Google took the time to be like, guys, we want Android focused games coming to Android platforms, go. They got the money to fund it. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. problem the problem with Android, too, is that it's so segmented across all the different phones that run Android. Like, Apple's ecosystem is so tight because they have full control. Because uh, like, iOS is only on iPhones. Right. They're only made by Apple. Whereas yeah. Samsung and Google and, like, Alcatel and all these different right. like companies make Android phones. And so that, you know, splinters the marketplace. And so it's hard to make a game for the most high-end, like, you know, Pixel 3 or whatever that will also work 
on like the game, the Samsung S6, right? Because that's still out there in the, the world. The free ones and, that are given away to exactly. Radio Shack, yeah, you know, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if they if they jump in full, you know, full bore with gaming and announce something, you know, we'll be sure to cover it. And I'm at least intrigued just because I like the things Google does. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't have high hopes for anything spectacular no. to come from them, especially because it, like you said, it probably will just be like, a and especially soon. Like I have a feeling this is going to be something that's years down the long end, and we're going to be like, oh yeah, I guess they were into this. I remembered something about that. Huh. Okay. All right. Uh, lightning round. Speaking of possible cloud-based gaming solutions, uh, Capcom came out uh, and said that they're looking into putting more cloud-based games on the Switch. Uh, now, for those of you that don't remember, uh, they put Resident Evil 7 on the Switch, uh, and that's only available, I think, in Japan. Uh, but it's all it runs entirely in the cloud, so you just download the client, and then you can play it via the cloud. I guess it runs fine. Uh, sure. But what do you think about more cloud-based gaming on uh, the Switch? Streaming is a thing that, like, I mean, yes, this is again, this is the, this is the future of gaming. Streaming is going to be, you know, everywhere, but. Not everybody has reliable internet connections. Yeah, and that's the tough part is that there's so many places in the U.S. alone that have subpar to just okay internet. Right, and when like streaming's fine for like movies, like if it dies halfway through, maybe you're like, oh, okay, I'll finish it later. Yeah. But like if you're you know knee deep in a game and it, your internet connection dies and you didn't save or you know you're competing against somebody, like you're you're screwed. Like, yeah, you're 20 hours in to Skyrim and you you know. Or Witcher or Yakuza or whatever, right, and right. then that craps out, and you're you can't play anymore. Like that's devastating. Yeah, and who knows like what kind of corruption that does with your save files and everything too. Like you know, they always tell you not to turn off, you know, your system while it's auto saving, or you know, or, d- loading, d- or yeah. yeah, or don't touch the power button. And imagine like if for some reason you're saving, and all of a sudden you're in and it craps out, and now your save's gone. Yeah, it's it's a risky it's a risky proposition. I think it'd be cool just based on the fact that. On the Switch, it would mean that we would, could get AAA games that wouldn't otherwise run on the Switch available close to day and date with the the big consoles. Yeah. Where like I can play it sitting down while I'm watching TV, whereas I can't play something on PlayStation while I'm watching TV unless I have a second TV. Right, because you don't have another TV. Yeah. Well, and that'll be cooler too if it's more launch titles as opposed to like the Switch is just doing so much catching up right now yeah that like everything that comes out for a switch is just a game that's either remastered or put out again like you know doom just came out like the doom is a 20 dollars game but it's 60 dollars on the switch now yeah but at least then like i can play that anywhere and i don't have to be connected to the internet to do so right but i think it would be more of an impact if it's stuff that's coming out now imagine if yeah. you're streaming on the switch the day the game comes out you you know worldwide or you know in the in the u.s or whatever yeah like imagine if i didn't have to wait a year to play south park sure on the switch yeah, like, yeah. that would have been a perfect game to okay i've got a show on and on the tv or a sporting event on the tv or whatever that i'm watching but can also look down and play this rpg that's you know yeah it's turn-based yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i go at my own pace it doesn't really matter right um but i didn't get it on the switch because i already got it on ps4 when it came out a year ago right and i don't need to buy a second copy of it it's not one of those games where i need to play it a bunch no uh, and with no trophies or achievements or anything on the Switch, there's like literally no reason whatsoever to own a second copy of that game. Uh, at least for me, anyway. I mean, I can't speak for everybody. But Well, I guess that's a problem with the Switch, not with streaming or anything. It's Correct. just the Switch needs to catch up. But if that had but if that had launched day and date with the PS4 one, and I just, you know, I pay... Well, I forget what it was. It was something for six months you pay a certain... I forget right. what the pricing there structure like of a, it was. Yeah. Uh, but I probably would have done that. 
and just played instead of the PS4 one. Yeah, yeah. And then just played through it and, and been done with it because yeah, I wanted I to play it for the go. story, not necessarily for the achievements or the trophies. Yeah. But waiting a year, not not really worth it. But if it's close, then I think it's a viable option. But I also have good internet. Like I live in a place that has good internet. Yeah. Well, and I mean, this Capcom thing is primarily just Japan right now, right? That's where they're testing it. Obviously, yeah. they have a big. But I mean, if it works well over there, it's possible that you could send it over here. Yeah. Well, um, and they have better. They have better internet over there, just yeah. in general. But um, I hear ice the ice cream, cream truck, truck outside. <laughs> Nobody else can hear that, but I, say, yeah, <laughs> I think. But it's. I mean, it's the perfect day for it. So oh yeah. I don't, but I live on a main road. Like I don't know where the ice cream man is going. Well, you live next to a school. Even no one's there. Like it schools out. Nobody's there. Nobody hangs know. out there. It's not a good enough. It's not a good enough playground. Maybe it's the other type of ice cream truck. Oh, the drug kind. Yeah. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> Lightning <laughs> round. Pause. <laughs> I'll be right. I'll be right back. Um, all right. Light, lightning round. We'll stick with some other uh, switch news, and this is in regards to Labo, everyone's favorite cardboard concoctions. Uh, the motorcycle in Labo now works with Mario Kart. Does that excite you, John? That's cool. Yeah, it's just a cool little fun yeah. thing. I'll have to I'll have to get Joe to try it. Do you know if he built the motorcycle? No, he only built the piano. Joe, um, I mean, maybe this will get him to build the motorcycle. Well, I mean, I can guilt him into making something. It's Sweet. just it's just been sitting there. Like, there's other things to do. He's not still doing Dark Souls, so yeah. Um, so we'll him, we'll yeah, he'll him. build it eventually. I I don't is that he just got the piano though. I don't think he bought the other one. No, he bought the variety kit. Oh, did okay. that comes that was the house, the piano, the motorcycle, the fishing rod. Like that was. All of the little things. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that that works, cool. The yeah. more things the Labo kits can do, the better. Yeah. I think it just took too long for him. Like, he yeah. was just... Well, like, they're not they're not simple things. No. Like, I think takes, he said it took uh, like five hours to make the piano or something. Yeah. The piano was one of the more arduous ones. Yeah. I think you could probably do the motorcycle in an hour, if not less, I think. But again, I don't know. I didn't get it. I don't know. I'll build it for it for him. Yeah. Right. While yeah. he's playing Dark Souls, just let you put it together. Yeah. I mean... I'll let you know next week. So, that's entire... But... Cool. The more things that it can do, the better. Yeah, and the more integration with other games, the better. And it stops being just one thing. Like, if it goes, if they can make their own, like, Labo, like, Amiibo-esque things that work in other games, that's that's sweet. Yeah, you know what would be really awesome? If that robot kit with the hands and the feet let me play Smash with it. Yeah. Or would you imagine? Imagine making a Labo Master Sword where the Joy-Con goes inside of it. Sick. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah. As long as that's not the whole, unless it's a separate game, like I don't think I'd want to play the entirety of a Breath of the Wild style game with motion controls, like you know Skyward Sword. No, or, but if it was like a mini game where you had to like slash things as they come at you, sort of thing, yeah. like, like and more, you've got a like actual physical cardboard yeah. Master Sword that like me just having the Master Sword made out of cardboard would be cool, and the fact that you made it too, yeah. Well, it's a good thing that you came up with that idea, John, because Nintendo is currently running a Labo contest. But it's so, not an instrument. Uh, it doesn't have to be an instrument. So Labo is running a creations contest uh, starting at the middle of this month. Uh, you can submit your ideas of what you use Labo for and create. Uh, and the two categories that they have are best ToyCon musical instrument. So you have to either you have to make a musical instrument using the ToyCon Garage, which is the feature where you kind of have free reign of the like of the game itself or the platform. Yeah. And so you can either make an instrument that's based on a real instrument or something completely 
new and different for you. Uh, and then submit videos online of what that is. Uh, playing, it's based partly on the look and partly on the sound. So, you know, they advise you to maybe play a Nintendo something or other. Uh, but that could be pretty cool. I mean, some of the instrument things they've come up with are, are pretty sick in terms of, like, yes, you have guitars. Yes, you have the piano. But, like, I saw a drum set. Yeah, like, like I was thinking like pads on the floor. Yeah. yeah. And like you put the Joy-Con in like a little like kick drum pedal so like it f- slaps forward and that's the the thing. Like it's Yeah. It's a really cool idea. They've done a lot of really cool stuff with it, uh, but they want to see what other people can do. Um, so that's a contest that they're running. And the second category is best gaming experience using the Toy-Con Garage. So this would be your idea of you go ahead and create a little game that's I mean, maybe it's just yours is pixel based because you don't have you know full rendering technology within the right. Toy Con garage, but you put it inside of a Master Sword and you make the pixel kind of look like Link. Hey, you've got yourself kind of a, a, a good idea there. So yeah, if anybody wants to steal that idea, make sure to give us some credit. Yeah, patent pending. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're running that contest. Uh, the cooler thing about the contest is the prizes. Uh, second prize. Uh, is pretty cool. It is a Nintendo Labo. Like I forget what kind of jacket that is. It's it's not a Letterman jacket, but but it's, it kind of looks like a Letterman jacket. It, but it's all the same material. Like a track jacket. Yeah, but it's I don't know. It's not really a. Tra- Let's see if it says it what it is in here. Uh, no, it just says Labo Creators jacket. Um, I like those. Oh, it's a, of jackets, like a though. members only jacket or members club jacket. That's kind of what they're called. Except it's not shiny. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Like, I forget. I don't, you, you'll have to look it up. We can put a picture of it on Twitter. Um, but it's a pretty cool-looking jacket. But the grand prize, uh, they're giving out five of these bad boys, are a Labo-themed Switch, where the Joy-Con, the, the actual system itself, and the dock all look like they're made out of cardboard. Yeah, and they've got, like, the logo, obviously, plastered on the dock. But I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really awesome. I would definitely love to have one of those. I'm not going to participate in this contest. I don't have Labo, so I no. don't have access to the Toy-Con Garage. Uh, although we can get Joe's copy of Labo and we can create something uh, and make it a, a Gamescast submission. And that could be the official uh, switch of the Gamescast if we win it. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, and it's just, again, the more things they do with Labo, the better. Because it's a cool idea. Yeah. It's a fun idea for kids and adults and people, you know, parents and kids to build things together. Like, it's a really fun concept. It just needs to do more. It's right. like VR, where right now it's a gimmick. And it has little fun experiences that you play with for 10 minutes and then you put it down and you never touch it again and yeah, you just have a pile dust. of cardboard in your right. corner. Do more stuff. Yeah. So, exciting. Any other uh, winning ideas that you have? That you no, that was Other labos? That's, that's it. I'm not going to uh, uh, divulge my intense knowledge onto the masses like this. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, there keeping it all to myself. There you go. But um, that was really all I had. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, lightning round. Uh, Sony shot themselves in the foot again this week because they respond once again to cross-play requests uh, with another non-committal, yeah, we, yeah, we get it. That was basically their responses. Right. We know. And we now know. people are being like, eh, well, Sony doesn't want to play nice with everyone. Yeah. I mean, they don't. No, uh, this they don't is, need to. This is continuing the story that really uh, came to light again with Fortnite where if you bought Fortnite or bought stuff in Fortnite on the PlayStation, you can't use that same account to play on the Switch. Therefore, you can't play with your friend. If you're on the Switch, you can't play with your friends on PS4, vice versa. Whereas you can play with people on PC and on Xbox when you're on the Switch uh, because Sony doesn't want to play nice. They didn't want to play nice with Minecraft. They didn't want to play nice with Rocket League. They're not playing nice with Fortnite. Uh, and it sucks. Fallout 76 was one that they obviously confirmed that they weren't doing too. Oh, with like cross-play. Yeah, most recently. Like. Yeah. That one's a little different just because that's like, I mean, that would be like 
Call of Duty or Madden or something like that. Well, we still don't know what Fallout 76 is, but that's another topic. Yeah, but at least, like, that one seems different than this, like... Because these other games are little indie, online-focused games. Whereas those... I mean, granted, Fallout 76 is, but... um, But they just basically said, like, we know it's a thing that people want. We want to do right by our gamers, but we also, like, have a bottom line kind of thing. And Yeah, we need to make money. Yeah. They said they were they are looking for a solution that will benefit both the fans and the profit. I, I forget the specifics on it. Let me see if I can pull the quote. They don't. I mean, I think people are just being babies about it. Like they don't have to plan. Like we haven't had this until just now. Like, why are people complaining about it now? Well, it it finally became a thing recently. Uh, let me see if there's what's the new one. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find the quote here. Um, so this is from Sean Layden, who is the president, I believe. Super nice guy. Uh, seems like seems like he's a fun person. He's always at the E3s. Uh, does a good job. I really like him. Uh, so this is what he said. He said, we're hearing it. We're looking at a lot of possibilities. You can imagine the circumstances around that affect a lot more than just one game. I'm confident we'll get to a solution which will be understood and accepted by our gaming community while at the same time supporting our business. So That's a pretty much just... We uh, want you to like us, nice. but we also want to make money. Yeah, that's nice. Which, like, I, I get it from a standpoint of you're running you run a business. It's not a charity. It's not UNICEF. Right. You know, maybe if UNICEF goes in the gaming business, then they can give out... Donate your quarters to your cows. Yeah, exactly. Um, On multiple consoles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, I get it. You're trying to... But... This is this is such a silly thing. I mean, maybe you don't maybe you don't have the purchases crossover, and maybe that's the holdup is they don't want the purchases to cross over because they want to get the two percent of the you know DLC purchase or whatever. Um, and if someone buys it on another console, then their friends can play and things like that. Yeah. Like, I get not having the account carryover, but blocking the friends is the real bummer. I wouldn't be so mad about having to start from scratch on a game like Fortnite uh, if I could play with my friends on PlayStation as well. Because I have more friends. I don't have Xbox friends that play Fortnite. I think I, like, you and Joe and Skip are the only people I know with Xboxes that play really anything regularly. Um, And so I'm, all of my friends play on PlayStation. And so if I want to play with them, I got to go hop on my PlayStation, even though I may not be home or I want to play on switch because I want to watch something or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hate that part about it. If I lost out on the money and the purchases, I didn't make any, but if I had and did, I'd be like, all right, it's whatever, but at least I still get to play with my friends, which is what a game like this is about. Yeah. But I mean, this is also, I mean, I don't know. I, I can see both sides of the argument, but Absolutely. I just, I honestly just don't really I don't think it's something that people need to complain about. Like, yeah, it stinks, but at the same time, this is what we've been dealing with the whole time. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it's just it's just games, guys. Yeah. You and know. it's and it's just four of them as well. <laughs> like I know. Like, of all things, it's... I mean, granted, Rocket League was a big deal for a while. It's definitely waned. It's not as popular as it used to be. No. Um, Minecraft is just as popular as ever, even though it's not, like, talked about the way that it used to be. Uh, obviously, Fortnite is the big deal now because it's the biggest game in the world. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. Just get over it. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, it sucks, but uh, Sony does so many other good things that this one hit. It's not like if this was EA, it'd be like, all right, you do everything wrong. And now this, yeah, like PlayStation's like, all right, you guys 
He's doing a lot of really good stuff. This sucks, but you know, gotta work. At least cool. we can, yeah. At least yeah. we can fall back on everything else that you've done. That's awesome. Exactly. So, I just think people need to kind of like untwist their panties a little bit and just yeah, yeah. chill. W- wait for four years and then nobody's gonna care. No, exactly. Uh, it's like you know when people are bitching about like cross party chat on PlayStation. It's like okay, yeah, it'd be a really cool feature to have, but I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna use it. I don't give a shit. No. Um, all right. Let's see. Lightning round. Uh, PUBG Corp has dropped their lawsuit against Fortnite. So speaking of Fortnite, uh, yeah. they had sued them for ripping off the battle royale genre that PUBG didn't even start, that they ripped off themselves. Uh, and they've since dropped that lawsuit. Are you surprised by this? No, because they would have to sue everyone else that's also doing stuff. I mean, if if they won the lawsuit against Fortnite, you, bet, you better believe they'd go after everybody else because they would win again. Yeah. But I just don't think, like, you didn't even invent the genre. Well, and then, like, then they'd be known as the assholes that sued all of the battle royale people like this is a big you know this is a popular thing that people are doing now yeah if you are you know the quote-unquote founder of it you don't want to be the asshole about it no and i don't think they would necessarily shut down the other games i don't think they probably just ask for money and that could shutter those studios of those games but i don't know it's, it's best like i don't think they were going to win this you can't prove no. that you that they ripped you off in any meaningful way uh, especially because your game is derivative of another thing. Yeah. Of like a couple other things. Well, and, so. and was initially a mod and something as yeah. well. So, no. Get out of here. Yeah. So, it's good that they dropped it. We can all put it behind us and just enjoy the games that we want to enjoy. Yeah. Kind of how it is. Uh, all right. Uh, lightning round. We've got PlayStation Plus games and games with gold for the month of July. Uh, it's about that time. The month of July has started. It's... It's, it's today slash yesterday if you're yeah, listening to this in the future, or it could be months ago if you're w- listening to this a bunch much later. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know when you're listening to it. So the Xbox games went up today. Yes, or uh, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yes. So as of July the first, uh, Xbox Live Gold members are getting uh, Assault Android Cactus. Any idea what that is? I looked it up. It is a dual stick shooter bullet hell, and it had lots of glowing praise with quotes from Kotaku and like other things in the trailer that said the game is beautiful. It looked very generic. Yeah. So is this going to be a thing you picked up today? No. You're not even trying it? I don't even care. I'm not very good at bullet hells to begin with. Like, Fair. I just don't have, like, I. I Remember when Ikaruga came out and super stoked for it? And, like, so everyone says it's amazing. I bought it and could only get through the first two levels. So, no. Uh, it's also just another cartoony bullet hell, like, dual stick thing. So, eh. If it's beautiful and people loved it when it came out, then they'll like it when it's free. But it's just not for me. Sure will. Uh, the other game that's available right now is Virtual Fighter Five Final Showdown. Virtual Fighter fan? No. I was, I'm a Soul Calibur person. Um, I like Soul Calibur too. I played Virtual Fighter uh, in Yakuza Six. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, you can play. You can play Virtual Fighter. You can play uh, Puyo Pop. Oh, nice. Yeah, inside Yakuza Six. But um, I don't know many people who like Virtual Fighter. Like, yeah, it's definitely the like the bottom tier of fighting games. Yeah. Not to say that it's bad. I'm not saying that it's like playing it's the worst in terms of fandom right like street fighter is obviously the king and then it's probably soul Calibur underneath that i think it's probably mortal Kombat underneath that maybe i don't know maybe that's just an american thing yeah i think that's more american thing i think universally soul Calibur is huge then mortal Kombat, and then virtual fighter and well then like dead or alive and then virtual fighter you're like yeah true honestly probably snk well <laughs> blaze blues probably up there too oh, yeah, yeah. but yeah virtual fighter is not not on that scale 
but it's free, so people will give it a chance. Sure. Uh, the other games this month that are be coming in the middle of the month is Death Squared. Uh, any idea what Death Squared is? I did not look that up because it's not out yet. And then Splinter Cell Conviction, which was I a good game. I loved Splinter Cell. That's the one where he's got the shaved head? Is that the one? Which no, this is the one where he's the old man. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And the multiplayer in this one is super sweet. Um, you, like, play as spies and, like, you have to, like, hide on top of stuff. And it's one of those, like, against, um, like, 1v, you know, X amount of people sort of thing. Um and then there's a 3v3 mode. But I played the crap out of it. I think I got a 1,000 achievements out of it, I think. Well, I got close to it. I think I didn't get all of the online ones. Um, but, yeah, I love that game. So I will definitely get it again just to see if I can get more achievements out of it. Nice. Uh, over on the PlayStation Plus side of things, we've got uh, RPG Absolver, uh, which I looked up very briefly. It looks kind of cool. It's martial arts-based. Uh, I'm kind of down for that. I've been Go watching ahead. Iron Fist sure. uh, this week. So oh, I'm sorry. It's not bad. I don't know why everybody hates it. I got on all it. the way through it and I hate it. I I don't I don't hate it. I this was the first one since Daredevil where I wasn't bored by episode 8. Like Jessica Jones, she let the bad guy get away like 17 times. Yeah, I was I so couldn't. done with it. And like Luke Cage was good and they have a switch up in terms of the villain about, you know, 3 quarters of the way through that kept me going and pushed to the end, but I didn't hate it. Like I'm, I, I'm surprised. It's clunky. The but acting it doesn't do it like kill for you. No, because he's acting like a person who grew up without social interaction. How far are you? I finished it. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. So, spoilers ahead. Uh, the last like fight, the dude he kills, I can't remember his name. Uh, the way he kills him is just a completely big plot hole. That spike doesn't exist until he gets kicked into it. Like, you can see shots before it on the, on the, uh, like the up, where, yeah. on the, the roof. Yeah. It's not there. Huh, weird. So the second he kicks him, it's there. He's dead. I didn't notice that. Yeah, so there's a lot of like film continuity stuff that's wrong. Like it doesn't it, it bothers me obviously cuz yeah, that's my thing, but Yeah, know. a lot of times I like I don't know. Unless it's I mean, I it, you say it's glaring. I didn't notice it, but unless it's super glaring normally I'm like it's fine. He also pushed the body into the wrong crematorium like at the end where they are on the, like the ovens or whatever and he's standing in front of one of them and they goes and he like pushes it in hits the wrong one. <laughs> hey, what? Yeah. Is it a crematorium? I don't remember that. Yeah, it's like the very last scene. I definitely don't. No, the last scene he goes to Tibet. Maybe it's the scene before that. But anyway. Weird. We're, um, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, RPG. Kung RPG, Fu. martial arts based. I'll give it a shot. Cool. I mean, yeah. it's free. Why not? I like, I, I want more martial arts based games. So. Yeah, there aren't very many of them. No. Like, you know what game I really enjoyed was like, um, trying to think of it. it was one of the matrix games that had a lot of like you know that matrix it's like gun and kung fu and the, gun kata. the yeah and then the um what was the what was the john woo one uh not stranglehold yes that game is really cool that game is super fun yeah uh i really wanted a game like that when uh when i went and saw john wick the first time i was yeah. like man why aren't there games like this anymore and i was like oh there's the matrix games and there's stranglehold but like, well, those are ps2 and john PS3 wick games game that was supposed to come out that never did or something no i ended up just playing hotline miami when i was like close enough it's the best i could do under the circumstances yeah. uh the second game for ps4 uh is heavy rain which is a game i still have not ever played really um and people are like i'll let you borrow it i was like yeah i'll get around to it like not right now i'm in the middle of playing something else and so it just never got around to playing it so i'm very happy to have this i was hoping to get this a couple months ago when we got beyond two souls i was like damn i 
really just wish we got heavy rain instead because I heard Beyond Two Souls is bad. Well, now uh, you can play the trifecta. You got Detroit and yep. Beyond Two Souls and now Heavy Rain. Excited for nothing but great things. I know I really missed the ball on this, uh, but I'm excited to finally have it. Uh, that is the PS4 games for the month. Uh, PS3 is getting Rayman 3 HD and Deception 4 The Nightmare Princess. Obviously, know what Rayman is. No idea what Deception, Deception 4 is. Deception is a uh, weird dungeon turn-based escape game where you try and kill people by deceiving them it's like super gory and super sexual okay it's very odd yeah it sounds odd i don't know if that's the thing i'm gonna be into no we'll see you won't be fair enough uh and then vita is getting space overlords and zero escape zero time dilemma i love the zero escape games yeah uh they're great uh i think i bought this one already so i think i already have it but if i don't then i will definitely play it but they're they're cool and they're a very popular thing in japanese media lately mm-hmm. uh just like the not whodunit but like uh trying to find out why you're in the situation you're in and how to get out of it um there's like lots of anime and manga and games that are all about that uh so those games are cool um and they make you feel smart afterwards it's very much like mist but like uh like trying to escape mist sort of thing nice yeah all right, uh, lightning round. Uh, we're going to jump into something we don't normally ever talk about because Joe and I don't play this game. Overwatch is getting another character. So they Yay. continue to support games as service idea in Overwatch. Uh, they're getting a hamster. In a robotic hamster ball. Yeah. You a big fan of hamsters? I Sure. I mean, they're cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about hamsters in mechs or robot hamster balls? Uh, the Overwatch... It has a weird tone, and having a hamster ball character is like just. I, mean, I guess it's par for the course for them to continue getting weirder and weirder with every character. Because um, you've played Overwatch, right? Yeah. It, Overwatch was one of the last games I've paid full price for. Um, I have since traded it in just because the community is terrible. Um, but I don't know. Like, this new character just seems very odd to me. And, like, have you seen the death animation for it? It's, like, no. super sad and, like... Aww. Yeah. Because oh, uh, it's a hamster dying. Yeah. Well, mm. and, like, they have the gorilla, like, Winston, but he's, like, a smart gorilla. So it's, like, yeah. oh, it's, like, a, a person. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, this is just a cute, adorable, fuzzy, cuddly yeah. little animal. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just not for me. Like, and I think globally people are just, like, oh, it's cute. That's yeah. a thing that's in Overwatch now. That's the extent of it. Is it's cute? Yeah, which is fine. Um, I don't. People will play as it. I, the The hype around Overwatch is, I mean, in terms of the community, I don't know if it's still as popular as it ever was. But in terms of the, like the overall like permeance into hearing about it, I don't hear about it anymore. It's a very competitive game now. Like yeah. they have their own like like pro league and, yeah. and everything like that, which is cool. But that's. Like, I enjoyed it a lot when I was playing it, and I got pretty decent at it, and, like, we started doing the rank thing, and, like, was higher rank, and then when the season recycled, uh, like, I don't know, it just got very toxic, and then the more new characters come out, the less interested I get, because they don't really give you enough gap time to, like, figure out if you're going to be good at this character or not. Yeah. And then I got two characters behind, and then I was just like, yeah, I'm never going to pick these up again, because the updates are, like, five gigs and take nine hours, and yeah. Yeah, if you're not on top of it, it no. can get daunting. Um, yeah, I think once Fortnite became like a thing, all the people that were super into Overwatch or even casually playing Overwatch as the competitive multiplayer thing yeah. were just like, bye. 
I'm, I'm, I don't care about Overwatch anymore. When I think I jumped off into Rainbow Six, so like I went yeah, from a too. similar thing, but just a completely different tone. Yeah, because you have Division picked up speed after Overwatch. Rainbow Six picked up speed. Fortnite and PUBG picked up speed. Yeah. So Fortnite just kind of, or uh, Overwatch just kind of went by the wayside, but it's good that it's still being supported. Because they and promised that it would be, and the it best is. thing is it's free. Like that was the, my biggest like applaud for them is all the of these characters. characters are free. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to pay. And Overwatch has always done it well with the loot boxes. You can get the stuff by chance when you play well. Yeah. Or you can pay the money for it. Yeah. Uh, and they're because they're cosmetic. They don't do anything. And, exactly. Like anytime I see somebody with like glowing gold stuff, I'm just like, you are either really good. Or you dumped a lot of money into it, but lucky. I don't care. I can shoot yeah. you easily because you're glowing. Like, yeah, exactly. It's the same. It's the same either way. It's fine. Yeah. So cool. Uh, it's free. That I mean, that's awesome. And it's they're continuing to support it, which is cool too. It's just again, it's not for me. Yeah, I'm just glad they didn't. They were like, hey, and guess what? Overwatch Two's coming out, and it's basically the same, but all of your progress doesn't carry over, and you've lost all your cosmetics. Yeah. Stuff. So no, I don't think that. Uh, knowing Blizzard, I don't think that's something they would do. No, but it's you know like, but Destiny promised they'd be around for a really long time. Right, They're right. like, just kidding, Destiny two, and yeah. here Overwatch has promised we're going to be wrong for a long time. We're going to be updating. They it constantly, very will, and they're doing it. So oh, that's yeah. the very least. That's good. Yeah. Um, all right, lightning round. Uh, Pokemon Go style games are all the rage nowadays. We're getting a Walking Dead one. Do you care? That's a thing that people like. Is Walking Dead still on TV? Yes, it, I. So this season's not going to be I don't watch it but obviously the it's still a big enough deal uh, to you know hit the news sites and things like that and the the main character is leaving the show after this next season and has already stated he's not even going to be in every episode of the next season he's just going to be here and there um so this is probably the last season unless they can lock in and make uh like Norman Reedus the main character or somebody else the main character Well and they and have that pivot. side show too yeah, Fear of the Walking Dead is still the thing. Yeah, um, so I guess that I don't know why they would decide to make a Pokemon Go style game where instead of collecting things, you go out and kill zombies. And it's an AR game, so you can kill zombies like with your background and stuff like that. That's nifty. Oh yeah. I uh, don't see an audience for it really. I mean, I see enough Walking Dead people that play mobile stuff would probably be into it. My thing is, is that like. Are these gonna are these gonna be things where you're like you're walking around, you're holding your phone up, and you're looking at your world in augmented reality, and all of a sudden out of the corner jumps a zombie? I'm gonna drop my phone. I don't yeah. want that. I'm like gonna drop it on the cement while I'm walking around a neighborhood, and I'm gonna scream, or you know, not right. me because I you know I don't get scared, but no. like you know, a wuss would scream and drop their <laughs> Says phone. Says the dude who doesn't like to be scared by his video games. No, yeah, I don't want to be scared by my video games. There's no point to it. It's but silly. Th- this is not a thing I see people would go out and play. No. People don't even go out and play. Well, uh, people, Pokemon Go has actually picked up in popularity lately, which is cool. Yeah, because they just added a bunch of updates to it with trading friends is one and of trading. The and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I think this is three years too late yes. uh, for the Walking Dead and for Pokemon Go style games. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine if there was a Walking Dead Pokemon Go style game when Pokemon Go came out two years ago? Yeah. People would have ate it up because the Walking, I mean, the Walking Dead still would have been probably three years past its height of yeah, popularity. Yeah, I think 2014 is when that was done. Um, but, yeah, I don't even... I don't remember what season it's on now. It's probably eight or eight, nine. I yeah. Think. So, yeah. that I mean, that, that thing would have broke... It would have broke the internet just like Pokemon Go did for the two weeks that there was memes and everybody was super into it. Uh, but... I mean, cool, I guess, if it's free. Well, it's good. it's coming out, like, in two weeks. Yeah. It's, like, the 21st or something is when it's coming out. 
Yeah, so it's three weeks away. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if it's free and it has all your favorite characters and, you know, you can level up your Daryl or whatever, fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing you probably played it yourself because Walking Dead's all about... Survival. Well, just about, like, other characters. Like, yeah, fair. They're always throwing new things in. You know, the Telltale games didn't have any of the same characters. You know, all of the side stories don't have any of the same characters. So, you'll probably play yourself. But, again, there's also a Jurassic World Pokemon Go styled game, so these are all three years too late. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Uh, all right, lightning round. We're gonna stick with a lot of mobile game news this week. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda is suing Warner Brothers over their Westworld mobile game uh, because they are saying is it a direct ripoff? Uh, even to go as so far as to say you're stealing specific code uh, from Fallout Shelter. Well, not just they have a very viable way of proving it because the bugs are exactly the same which is a very bethesda thing to do to be like hey all that stuff we screwed up you've screwed up the same exact things so which i get it doesn't make it an open and shut case just because if you're building a similar style game the bugs could be like by you know i've never played either of them so i don't know how close they can be in comparison but uh like knowing coding people and like i used to do coding like web coding you hide your little signatures and stuff. And I'm sure that's there. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's definitely going to be a thing where if they can prove it, it'll be open and shut. Just saying that it has the same bugs is like, it's good. Like, but I think there's specific bugs. I don't think it's just like, you know, sometimes it crashes. It's like, if I go into, you know, the inventory and click on this button and then do this, then it crashes. It's the same exact thing. Yeah. Again, like that makes it a better case for them. It doesn't make it open and shut, but like you said, I'm sure there's little hidden things that are signatures yeah. of yeah. somebody. Uh, I mean, I haven't played the Westworld mobile game mostly because like the the look of it throws me because it's Westworld is a kind of a dark show. Yeah. Throughout most of it, and they're like almost chibi versions of these characters. Well, like they're Fallout, very cartoony yeah. looking. Because uh, the Fallout shelter is also very chibi, isn't it? It's not. Well, it's just like it, it very much is in the same kind of art style as uh, the dude, like the mascot. Yeah. Um, Pit boy or. Yeah. So that at least boy. I that at least I buy like this is there is nothing kitty or cartoony anywhere in no. that show. It's all about death and shooting and like intrigue and corporate espionage right. and AI. And- once you bring it into cartoony, like, I don't know. I don't really like it. Um I also have no desire to like play a mobile game like that. No. So, but I mean, you'd have to be pretty ballsy to take a game as popular as Fallout Shelter, uh, even though it's you know not at the height of its popularity, and rip it off directly. This is Warner Brothers, though. I bet you they're like, eh, we're not doing tons of stuff on games, and nobody's gonna play this, so we might as well just take it. I don't know, man. That Injustice mobile game was real good. Both of them were. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That's also Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they did good stuff. Uh, I think I don't think they make it themselves, but that Harry Potter mobile game, uh, a lot of people like. The, like, like pseudo-Pokemon Go one? Kind of, yeah, I think so. But it's also, like, you learn spells and, like, go to yeah, school or whatever. Yeah, I didn't actually download it. But. Um, but, like, that's a Warner Brothers IP, Harry Potter, that they at least licensed yeah, out. Yeah, they published it, yeah. Yeah. They so, didn't actually make it. Yeah, it's, it, it would seem weird to just be like, yeah, you know what? Let's rip off this one game. Well, we'll find out when inevitably it either gets... Uh, you know, settled because they're going to pay an excellent amount of money. I don't think it'll ever go to court, but no, it's either going to get settled or it's going to get dropped much like the PUBG. Yeah. I don't think it'll get dropped. It'll definitely get settled. Yeah. If you, if they can provide one piece of compelling evidence that scares Warner brothers, be like, fine, what do you want? Yeah. 
Like here's a check. Take it down and give us money. You know what's gonna be great is if they do get settled, whatever like huge sum of money they get from Warner Brothers is just gonna go into development of a fallout shelter too. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what you're gonna get from it. You're not gonna get Elder Scrolls Six any sooner with or that fallout money. Fallout Seventy Six. No, no, not gonna happen. You're just gonna get Fallout Shelter too. Uh, all right, lightning round. We got a couple pop culture related things. Uh, the first of which is we got more casting for the Sonic the Hedgehog live action slash animated slash who gives a shit movie. Uh, we already have James Marsden of Westworld fame. Uh, he's also Cyclops, bitch. He certainly is. Uh, he is cast as the lead role in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Uh, we may have found our villain, which may or may not be Dr. Robotnik slash Dr. Eggman, depending on what you like to say. Uh, and that is none other than Jim Carrey. Sweet. Jim Carrey is fantastic and can do pretty much anything good. So he's a little crazy now. He's a little um, wonky right now, which is fine. I, I love Jim Carrey. I have my entire life. Yeah. Uh, like saw Ace Ventura in the theater, like couldn't wait. It's great as a Dolphins fan and a fan of comedy. <laughs> a Jim Carrey and in a Miami Dolphins themed movie, right? All on board, yeah. Super on board for that. Um, but yeah, no, he's definitely a little quirky in the in current times. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's voice acted. He's not going to be playing. He could be. It's live action slash animated. So he could be? I'm guessing this is going to be like the Sonic games where the people are people and Sonic Sonic. And, and Dr. Robotnik would and be And Dr. Robotnik would probably be CG or like a weird combination of the two. So, I mean, he was the Grinch. Like He, he was the Grinch. He was also uh, the, uh, what was it? Man Lemony Snicket. Four, no, um, what was the one with the, the Christmas one? The Christmas Carol. He was Ebenezer Scrooge oh, and like yeah, the mocap yeah. one. Yeah. So I could see him doing some more mocap stuff. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, cool. Yeah, he's no stranger to prosthesis and, and crazy motion voices. capture. Yeah, so. Cool. Yeah, I'm down for it. Yeah. Especially because I don't have like this iconic image of a one particular Dr. Robotnik where it's like, oh, man, he's got to live up to this interpretation. Like, I don't really have that. No, so, other than him having very, he's lanky but fat. And so just With put, a crazy mustache. Put you know jim carrey in a fat suit yeah or you know half cgm i'm that's cool yeah the the movie's gonna stink anyway but yeah like we'll see it like no matter how dumb it's gonna be like i know i can say with 100 percent certainty we're gonna see yeah it. i'm gonna watch it yeah I, i'm not like excited no absolutely not but it'll be viewed <laughs> yeah exactly uh one thing that will also be viewed and probably garners more excitement is our next lightning round topic Halo TV series is finally getting off the ground. Supposedly. Yes. Uh, Showtime is putting their their weight behind this. So they're looking for their Game of Thrones, their Westworld, their something. Because uh, Showtime has good stuff, but not on the same par as HBO. Uh, so they're throwing their money and their weight behind a Halo TV show. Uh, not much is known about it right now. It's basically just that it's a thing that's happening. Uh, and it's going to be at Showtime. I don't think there's a showrunner. I don't think there's any specifics there. Um, but good, I guess. Like, Halo's one of those things where it always yeah. seems like it'd be perfect for an adaptation. Well, they've done a lot of live action stuff already. Like, they did the Fall of Reach. Um, not Fall of Reach. That was the book, I think. Was it like Nightfall or something like that? Well, they did a couple of them. Like, there was, a, there was the one that came with Halo 5 that you could, like, unlock elements of it as it went on and then you could like watch it as a whole and then eventually you could buy it i think that was fall of reach um but the live action commercials and but most famously i mean district nine is the movie district nine was made because 
Neil Blomkamp, so the director of that movie, yeah. was going to make the Halo movie with Peter Jackson, and then that crashed due to rights or something like that. Yep. And then they were like, oh, well, Peter Jackson's still going to give you a shitload of money, and he made District 9 out of it. Which so, is good. I love that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's a fantastic movie, but the stuff he did, like, did you see the, like, teaser like trailer thing concept, they made for proof it of concept now oh super cool they actually made a warhog and everything like that and they like had like covenant and stuff like it looked really good so it's a live action halo is a thing that exists kind of and yeah could very much be a good thing as long as they don't do master chief no it would have to but see that's the problem with something like this is that master chief is the character you want like you don't necessarily I, I don't think you care the same about random spartan or random other person in the covenant war well, than you would have if it was master chief you, reach, you know what i mean like reach was just, my favorite game like because it's not about master chief no. um and like i've i did a I lot feel like of, you're more of the, the yeah, anomaly read, in that then because like you know master chief was only half in halo 5 and everyone like lost their their minds about it well because you paid for master chief you didn't pay for master chief when you came for reach and also i've like read a shitload of the books and stuff like that like i'm I'm part of like i like the eu stuff um more so than i like the chiefy stuff like i do love chief but like i like the universe more yeah um so like if they did a like gotham version of this where like you get to see spartans become spartans that would be fucking dope yeah um and like you could you know find out why it's the mark five instead of the mark you know four or three or two armor because they crushed the people that were in them before like make that out of a show but also showtime has a very long track record of not doing anything with ips they buy and say they're working on so i feel like this one's too big to sit on the sidelines if you're gonna announce that you're doing it Granted, I thought that about the movies, too, and here we are with no Halo movies. Right. Well, and I'm also, like, I'm butthurt that they didn't actually do the Chew. Uh, Chew is a comic. Mm. That, uh, Not the show The Chew, where no. it's, like, people talking on daytime TV? Not that one? Uh, no. <laughs> no, this is a weirder comic about a dude who can taste things and know the history of them, so he becomes a forensic person and licks dead bodies and stuff. Oh, cool. It's, it's like comedic i mean it's meant to be goofy but uh like john goodman was lined up to be one of the main characters the, sounds an awful lot like i zombie the korean dude well and that's what unfortunate like i zombie then was dc so it like was more popular but she's been wrong for a while before that so yeah. um i don't know i'm just butthurt that they didn't do that because that would have been great and it's like one of my favorite comics but you know let's see if this happens and if it does if it's like prequel stuff then you know that'll be awesome but regardless i'm on board like i'll watch it when it comes out yeah i think if if it does (laughs) i mean ultimately halo you know sci-fi and everything like it's it's a war story so you know you're talking about this war with the covenant that's what that's what they said in their like briefest of this is what the show is going to be about it's going to be about the war with the covenant yeah um you could do a band of brothers style show where here are five rando dudes in the war and you're following their stories, but you're hearing tales of the great Master Chief, much like you heard tales of, you know, major players right. in World War II during Band of Brothers. Well, and that's so. what, like, I mean, Reach was pretty much the same thing. You actually see Master Chief at the end of Reach. It's just like one of those, like, weird, like, if you move your right stick at the end of the last cutscene, you can see him. Yeah, he's standing over there. Yeah, just, well, off, he's, just off the camera. He's frozen in his cryo chamber thing. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's cool. And if even if it's a Reach series, that'd be fucking great, too, because, like... Some of those characters are my favorite characters. They even got, like, action figures for them. So, like, there is a thing. I mean, John Master Chief is obviously the number one character. But uh, there is an audience for other stuff. 
Yeah, and I think just the fact that we finally get a Halo show should be enough. Potentially. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking this as it's happening right now in terms of talking about it, just because if I don't, then I'm going to be like, yeah, it's not going to happen. That sucks. But Fingers crossed it happens. Yeah. I'll be excited if it comes out. I don't. As I think a lot of people will. will. Like, as a person who's never played the Halo games, because I've never been an Xbox person, I don't follow the lore, I don't follow any of that, mm-hmm. but I know enough of people who like you know, Halo that I want this for them and I would probably check it out because it could be cool. Like, I like sci-fi. Right, and so, you don't have to play the games to, I mean, I would assume you wouldn't have to play the games to know what's going on in the show. No, you but can, they'll probably be... You can watch be, the movies standalone too. Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be little like, you know, things here and there that you're like, oh man, I rem- I know what they're talking about. Right. That's this level from yeah. Halo or this level from Halo 2. Like, seeing some of those locations would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm all for it. If it happens, I know a lot of people have been clamoring for this. I can't believe it hasn't happened already, yeah. but uh, and if it helps invigorate the Halo franchise to get better games or more regularity, then sure. Yeah, like I'm all for it. I mean, it would probably tie in with whenever Halo Infinity or whatever the new one yeah. that they launched was, or you know, said something about. Yeah. Um, much like the Fall of Reach movie came out with Halo Five, it just came out in like parts. So, if it coincides with the same time then it'll obviously be super popular it'll mm-hmm. be popular regardless but if it coincides with the launch of the new game it'll blow up yeah it'll do really well so uh so yeah that's going to do it then for the lightning round which means that's going to do it for this week's episode of the broken clock podcast Gamescast. remember you can find the Gamescast every monday morning at 9 a.m on google play itunes podbean and stitcher you can also find us on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods so let us know if you're excited for the halo tv show what you want to see uh, out of that uh, also let us know any ideas that you may have for the labo creator contest that we definitely won't steal um, and let us know if you like any of the playstation plus games with gold or if you're excited for a walking dead pokemon go style game because you might be um, but once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam and i am johnny and thanks so much for listening it's hot yeah, i know we gotta get out of this room it's yeah. terrible i'm like I'm like sweating, but not like sweating profusely. I just feel it. Face dripping. Yeah, like and like my arms are stuck to the table, <laughs> and just like we gotta go. Like yeah. This fan is just the tiniest little bit of on, so as not to catch with the, the audio, and yeah, we just we gotta go. So bye.